support us or for other social media, please go to www.donnacloneyparish.co.uk. Thank you. Before Maureen comes to read the Word of God to us, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that you give us faith to receive your Word. You give us understanding to know what it means and the will to put it into practice through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The reading this morning is from John chapter 6, beginning at verse 41. At this the Jews began to grumble about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I came down from heaven? Stop grumbling among yourselves, Jesus answered. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, they will all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. No one has seen the Father except the one whom is from God. Only he has seen the Father. I tell you the truth, he who believes has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your forefathers ate the manna in the desert, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which a man may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Then the Jews began to argue sharply among themselves, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth, unless you can eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is real food and my blood real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Just as the living Father sent me, I live because of the Father. So the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your forefathers ate manna and died. But he who feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, This is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? What if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life, and flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you are spirit. They are life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew, had known from the beginning 
which of them did not believe and who would betray him. He went on to say, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled him. From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus said to the twelve. Simon Peter answered, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Then Jesus replied, Have I not chosen you the twelve? Yet one of you is the devil. He meant Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, who, though not, though one of the twelve, was later to betray him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As a church family, let us declare our faith in God. Using the words that you find on the screen, we say together, we believe in one God. We believe in one God who made us and loves all that is. We believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was born, lived, died, and rose again, and is coming to call all to account. We believe in the Holy Spirit, who calls, equips, and sends out God's people, and brings all things to their true end. This is our faith the faith of the church. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
John chapter 6 from verse 41 to verse 71. The one who gives life. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. And we thank you because by your death you gave us life. As we look into your word today, help us to see Christ Jesus the life giver. For in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. For those who have gone through the pain of childbearing, uh, this is not going to be something new. You probably would have had it or have experienced it in the past. I realized that for those who gave birth to a child through a cesarean operation and for those who had what is called a full anesthetic it can be compared to a mother who laid down a life to bring forth another life from our Bible reading today Jesus said in verse 41 of John chapter 6 he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I came down from heaven? Well, for us to understand this very well, this sermon today is like a follow-up to the sermon which I gave last Sunday. When Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And Jesus was still trying to explain what it means to be the bread of life, what it means to trust in him, what it means to believe in him. You remember in verse 35, it said, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. 
Two words stands out there. E who come and he who believes. But when Jesus said this, it is hard for the Jews to understand what he meant. And from verse 41, they began to grumble. They grumbled because they don't understand what Jesus meant. They know Jesus as a person. They know his mother. They know his father. They know his family. How can he say he comes from heaven? We know where he was born. Jesus said, Stop grumbling about yourself, among yourself. Stop grumbling among yourself. And in referring to what he said in verse 35 about coming, he said, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws in. That leads me to the very first point of my sermon this morning. Which is the question, will everyone be saved? Will everyone be saved will be the question that people ask us whenever they look into the word of God, whenever they hear about Jesus dying for all. Does that mean everyone will be saved? But we see the answer from verse 44 to verse 45. Jesus saw that people were grumbling. They were not sure about what he said. And they were asking, they were thinking in their mind, how could this be? Jesus said, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up at the last day. Jesus explained further in verse 45, referring to a quote by the prophet, prophet Isaiah chapter 54 verse 13. It believes that, after all, if you don't believe what I've said, you must have heard from the book, from the Old Testament, from the prophets. It says it is written in the prophets, they will be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to him. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus has come. To teach us the way to the Father. He said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. And he said that according to what the prophet says, they will be taught by God, everyone who listens to the Father. But not everyone will listen. The teaching we are having today, the teaching we've been having all these years, do we listen to them? Do we take them to our heart? Do we think of our date and decide to follow the Lord Jesus? If we do this, if we come to the Lord, just as Jesus has said, and if we believe in him, that is the only way we can have eternal life. The only way to have eternal life is by believing. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe that he is the bread that comes from heaven to give us life? 
This was something that was hard for the people to believe. But it's the same thing for us this morning. And the greatest truth to be preached this morning is that not everyone will be saved. It is only those who hear the call of the Lord, who comes to the Lord Jesus Christ, and those who believe in Him. See with me in verse 47. Jesus said, I tell you the truth, he who believes has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your forefathers ate the manna in the desert, yet they died. He who believes in me will have eternal life. But what does it mean to believe in God? It is to put your trust in Him. It is to accept Him as your Lord. It is to accept Him as your Savior. It is to follow Him all the days of your life. The first thing you need to do is to believe that Jesus is the bread of life. Verse 48. Another thing is to believe that he is the son of God who comes from heaven. Verse 51. It says, I'm the living bread that came down from heaven. And it says, if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the third thing is to believe that Jesus is the one who gives life. Verse 51b, it said, This, it said, if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. So as we consider my first point about who will be saved, we realize that not everyone will be saved. It's only those who come to the Lord, who believe in him, who believe that he is the bread of life, verse 48, the people that believe that he is the son of God that comes down from heaven, verse 51, and he is the one who gives life. Because he who believes and eats of this bread will live forever. But the question that confronts us Next is this. Jesus said he gave his life by his death. He died so that we may live. As we can see in verse 51, it says, This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. But how can we have life through Jesus' death? Earlier at the introduction, I talked to you about people that gives birth by a cesarean operation. I had an, an experience of that. I don't mean I'm the one that went through the cesarean operation, but I'm talking about um, my wife. But I was there when she was put to sleep for our little boy to be brought to life. A bundle of joy was brought to life many years ago when my wife was put down to sleep. But she rose again. Now, I'm not insinuating that my wife has replicated the life of Jesus, but this helps us to understand what it means when Jesus was speaking from verse 52. 
Because the Jews began to argue sharply among themselves. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? How can you die and through your death give life to other people? Jesus said in verse 54, Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. For my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. Certainly, this cannot happen except Jesus die. And invariably, Jesus is explaining to us that by his death, we can have life. He died so that we can live. He offered his flesh. He offered his blood. His blood was shed on the cross. He was killed. The righteous for the unrighteous. So that we may live. And such a teaching like this is definitely a hard teaching. This brings me to my second point. As we see from verse 60 to verse 66, hard teaching. The Bible says in verse 66, in verse 60, on hearing this, many of his disciples said, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Everything you've started to say from chapter 6, verse 1, you, you made a miracle, you showed us a sign. You're all, you're pointing to yourself that you are the bread that has given us life. You are the bread from heaven. You are the bread of life. It's okay, you've started talking about that. But now when you got to verse 55 or verse 53, you started talking about eating your flesh, drinking your blood, your Pointing to the fact that you need to die to give us life. How can death lead to life? This is hard teaching. And it even made the disciples to grumble. Verse 61. Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? Today, the truth confronts us. The conviction of our sin confronts us. And sometimes it offends some people. As Jesus asked this morning, does this offend you? But he went on to say compassionately, what if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? What if you see the future glory after the death of the Son that gives us life? What if you see the future glory? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The Word has spoken to you as Spirit and they are life. Some of them did not believe. As we also find in our contemporary 21st century world, that not many people believe the truth of the gospel. Truth is hard. 
Not many people believe the truth about Jesus Christ. Because Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. All he's saying to us this morning is to come, believe, and you will have life everlasting. Jesus explained to his disciples, you would assume that they will understand and know best after following Jesus for a while and seeing all this miracle. But they were not different in any way to the Jews. They grumbled. They did not understand. Verse 64, some of them did not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray him. Jesus told them about the future betrayer, the road to salvation was explained by Jesus to the people. The identity of Jesus was revealed to the Jews and the disciples. But at his teaching, we see in verse 66, many people no longer followed Jesus. See with me in verse 66. From this time, many of the disciples turned back and no longer follow him. What will be your response this morning after this sermon? Will your response be to come to the Lord Jesus with the humility of heart to receive him, to accept him, and to believe in him? Would it be like these other disciples that turned and no longer followed him? Jesus asked in verse 67, you do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. And Simon Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Everything you have said is great, is good. If you are going to give us something that will last us forever, then to whom shall we go? We believe. And know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise God for that. We believe and know that you are the only one of God. As I finish this morning, this should be our faith. This should be our response to the Word of God. To put our trust in him. To do as Peter said in verse 69. Believe and know that Jesus is the only one of God. It is true that Jesus said that one person would deny him. Don't let that person be you today. That person should not be myself. Our response should be to come and believe in the one who gives life. And after it all, we can see the future glory. It talked about his ascension in this part of the Bible. And also, when you think about the suffering and the pain, there is a glory that awaits all those who believe in him. 
Jesus is the one who gives life. He lays down his life so that we can live. He lays down his life. He died on the cross so that we can live. And in him alone, for those who have put their trust in him, we have our righteousness. Yet not I, but through Christ who lives in me. If you believe in the Lord Jesus, if you eat the bread of life, he will live in you and he will give you eternal life. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you because you are the one who gives life. Help us this morning to continually put our trust in you, to come to you, to believe in you, so that we may live with you eternally. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for being with us today. We pray that this service has been an encouragement to you, a challenge and a help to build you up in your faith in Christ. We've now ended our church service and we'd be delighted if you can join with us again. Thank you for being with us in Donna Cluny Parish. God bless you.